Sports Central, in conversation with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. It's Money FM 89.3, and you're on 12 to 1 with me, Adrian Abraham. And today I'm joined by Singapore discus legend James Wong. James, welcome to Money FM. How are you? Hey, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for, you know, joining me on the show. James, growing up, was it always on your bucket list to represent Singapore in discus? Actually, growing up, it's all about playing sports and having fun. It was never in my wildest dream that I would one day representing Singapore in anything or, in fact, win for Singapore. So it's just one of the big surprises in my life, actually, to be humble and representing Singapore. And when that national anthem, you know, plays out loud in the stadiums, what's going through your mind? You know, when the national anthem played in the stadium and everybody sings with you, it's just a jubilation that all your hard work actually pays off from the time you pick up the sports and so on, and you felt that everything is worth it. (laughs) As a professional athlete, what sort of training does it take to perfect the art of discus throwing? There is a lot of effort involved in perfecting something we like to do, be it sports or non-sports. If we are talking about sports like discus throwing, there's a lot of time and effort. And of course, you must have the passion to come down to train daily, a lot of sacrifices and then a lot of repetitive movement again and again, trying to experience the kind of sensation, the feeling and so on to perfect the, the technique. Yeah, and you mentioned that it was a lot of hard work. You know, what was the biggest challenge that you had to overcome while training? You know, in my sports, um, in discus throwing, is see who's the person who can throw the furthest. But in order to throw the furthest, we have to uh, go through lots of interesting training to make ourselves stronger, faster, technically better. Of course, in order to be stronger, we need to lift a lot of weights. So we have to pace ourselves every year, year in and year out. We're trying to push ourselves to have PBs, personal best in weightlifting, to increase our strength. Hopefully that will translate into throwing further. So there's a lot of things going on every year, actually. And to lift those heavy weights, you know, food is an integral part of that. In terms of your diet, how strict did you have to be on yourself? Luckily, I'm not a bodybuilder who has to uh, watch my weight. For us, uh, throwers, we love to eat and we train very hard. As long as we train very hard, we need lots of calories and to burn it off and uh, replace all that to have more energy to train harder again. So basically, we just eat lots of protein, carbo, and just uh, utilize it in training. And did you have a certain favorite meal during your time as a professional athlete? Not as much, but I think uh, everyone's uh, favorite is a good piece of steak. Yeah, everybody loves a good piece of steak. James, you spent a lot of time in the cage. Did you have any superstitions before you started throwing? When I was in my middle age, (laughs) I used to hear stories about Samson and Goliath, I think, where they have long hair, you get the strength, in the power comes in. So when I was uh, throwing in 1993, when I won my first gold medal, which I tried not to cut my hair before the competition, and actually it did me well in order to win. So I kept that going for a few more sea games. You know, I don't want to cut my hair because the hair is my strength. 
We're in conversation with Singapore discus legend James Wong. James, you mentioned you grew your hair like Samson to give you strength. You know, what else can you recall from your first gold medal at the SEA Games? In 1993, when I first won my first gold medal for athletics since uh, 1983, I was uh, really, really happy because before that, I was competing already in the SEA Games, but I just didn't win. My first three outing was not a gold medal, so it, it took me a few SEA Games in order to find the right uh, mentality and uh, try to make things to click at that moment. So I was uh, really happy that everything turns out well in 93, where I first won my first gold medal. You spent time as a professional athlete spanning close to two decades. And during that time, you spent a lot of time away from your family. So how hard was it, you know, for you to focus on your goals? It's uh, very difficult because when I was training full time, I was not in Singapore. I was actually overseas. I had the opportunity to train with the best and so on. But at the same time, I want to be very focused and, and so on. So I have a lot of sacrifices in terms of personal life, which I have to be away from my family members. And also festive celebration, which was different. So I have to follow the other side of the world, what's going on, rather than uh, home country. So uh, sometimes I miss a lot of things that I did with my friends in a, on a regular basis. But I, th- I guess it's part and parcel of sacrificing uh, in order to achieve your goals. And while, you know, making all these sacrifices, what's probably the most important bit of advice that you received while competing? For me personally, coaches advised me that in order to be good in the sports, we must be able to understand the sports itself and be able to love the sports and then give all your best in the sports. Nobody knows what is the destiny, but it's just only a dream or goal. But we must enjoy the whole process, whether it's good or bad. So along the way, you make things work and adjust and try to become better every day. James, as I mentioned earlier, your career spanned close to two decades. After 10 gold medals, nine in discus and one in hammer throw, you retired in 2013. Now, was this an incredibly difficult decision for you to make or did you know in your head that, you know, it was time to quit? Actually, uh, I quit at a very, very old age, I would say. I wanted to quit at an earlier age, but I just felt that I still have in me to perform at a higher level. So I continued on until in 2013 at the age of uh, about 45. So that was a pretty old age to retire, but... uh, Nevertheless, I've tried all I can uh, for the past uh, 30 years contributing to Singapore athletics and uh, the love of my event discus throwing. So eventually I had to bow out someday. You mentioned that nice little anecdote about, you know, your time in 1993 when you won your first gold medal. You retired in 2013. What is the fondest memory you know you can share from your time in the cage? Actually, Every day of uh, training towards the whole process to the games, I, every games are different actually. And I have memory of actually every games going into the competition where the anxiety, the butterflies and so on, and uh, trying to defend my title every two years in the SEA Games because uh, there's no uh, certainty that I will win again. There's always uncertainty that I might lose. But again, I have to outperform my own self 
in order to be victorious. So every SEA Games is a memorial for me and uh, every game are different itself. And what's your verdict on the upcoming generation of discus throwers here in Singapore? We do have uh, discus throwing every year actually, just that they have to train hard, try to find ways to become better. Technology uh, certainly helps nowadays compared to my days where I go to the library, flip the books, you know, and find some VHS recorder to see some film. But now you can see everything in YouTube. Everybody shares everything. There's no secret. It's a matter of uh, oneself putting the effort to train harder than others in order to be uh, successful in their own uh, way. And to make sure these youngsters, you know, get the best coaching they can, what advice can you give them for those who want to follow in your footsteps? I think be open-minded, learn from everybody, listen, but of course uh, choose what is right part for you to improve. So everybody will say something, but uh, is that going to work for you? Nobody knows either. Same like me, I also listen to everybody, but I experiment it myself and then pick something that really works for you and enhance on it and explode and try to find ways to build on it. And this year marks eight years since your retirement. So how has life been treating you since calling time on your career? Yeah, since uh, the day I stopped throwing, uh, the first uh, few years was a bit tough because it's like something is missing in my life. But along the way, I've uh, found ways to uh, let go of the sporting life and try to be part of a working life, a family life. So I'm doing uh, very well. I'm very happy working in ITE College West as a section head in the PE department, also uh, sports related. And then I'm so happy that I've uh, gathered some uh, good uh, memories along the way and in part to the students as well. We've been speaking to Singapore discus legend James Wong. James, thank you so much for your time and joining me here on Money FM. And I wish you the best in your future endeavors. Thank you, Adrian, and thank you for having me, and uh, all the best to you as well.